Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. I'm Bharati Jagdish. Now, think about this. Whenever you order something online, when do you expect it to arrive? You always hope it will be same-day delivery or maybe in a day or two, right? If it's anything more than a week, you start to panic because, let's face it, a lot of us don't plan our purchases in advance. Well, what can help with all of this, with our changing expectations? In fact, consumers, I think, expect things much faster these days than we did, say, two years ago, before the pandemic. According to a new report published by Unifdato's Markets Insights, the warehouse automation market is expected to be worth US$47 billion US dollars in 2027, growing at a compound annual growth rate of 12% from 2021 to 2027. And all of this <laughs> certainly hinges on warehouses, right? Whether our purchases get to us on time. And on time, of course, everyone has a different definition for this. The market is classified into automotive, manufacturing, food and beverage, aerospace, retail and others. And among these, the retail industry is expected to witness the highest CAGA during the forecast period. In addition, the rapidly growing e-commerce industry, rising awareness regarding enhancing safety at workplaces also, are some other factors responsible for the market growth. Now, the pandemic has certainly shown us that through the acceleration of delivery speeds with the use of technology, increased stock availability and greater choice, customer expectations have grown. So how can retailers adapt to our changing demands and how can automation further strengthen the industry so we get what we want when we want it? Clement Yu is Director of Business Development Southeast Asia at AutoStore. Hi Clement, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on it. Okay, Clement. So tell me more about your experience in the last two years in regard to changing consumer expectations. Wow, that is a very good question. You know, consumers have been very demanding. You know, it's like just new any. We like to order something online uh, today and receive it within the same day as much as possible. But in terms of possibilities or not, it's always a challenge because, you know, in the warehouse context, if you walk around in Singapore or even the Southeast Asia region, a lot of them is still very labor-intensive. Um, so therefore, there is this transformation uh, ongoing. There has been a very labor-intensive way of process to a kind of automation. That's the thing. I have seen a lot of people in the business talk about automation in the last two years, and they've implemented it as well. Where are you now in terms of automation and enabling automation? Uh, I would say we are really uh, on the upper stage because in terms of automation, right, I mean, if you look at Singapore, uh, space is always a big topic because space is really very scarce in terms of mm. in Singapore. And um, this is what a lot of businesses are looking at. And actually, I think our solution to the market or the automation solution that we can give is really a lot on space saving. And not only that, as we mentioned earlier, right, there's a lot of perspective in terms of consumer demands and expectations. The consumers are talking about same-day delivery. So it is also a very big uh, topic which, you know, productivity and efficiency has to be increased. So these are the main things that uh, we are actually targeting in terms of our business. Okay, so mm-hmm. give me an idea of how automation works in your warehouses, in the warehouses that you're working on. 
Uh, that's a very good question. So just imagine for those conventional uh, warehouse, right? If you walk in a conventional warehouse, what you see is typical racks ahead of you. You're walking in between the racks, get the stuff that's in order. But now what has been changed, right? It's really in terms of using all these conventional racks and people walking in between. Everything has been condensed into a cube form. So what is in front of you is actually a cube with robots moving at the top. And once the order is in place, the robots will take the bin to the station where you are stationed at and actually you will gather the item that's been ordered. Ah, so this is what you call cube storage automation. Absolutely right, bro. <laughs> okay. So what else is there in terms of, you know, all the other peripheral technology uh, that is needed in order to ensure seamless collection, seamless packaging and then seamless delivery? There's no one-size-fits-all in terms of automation. So it really depends on the business model and business expectation. So if you ask me, I think ideally it's progressive growth for the company. So what do I mean by that? It's really, well, we can start off with a cheap storage system that you can add on with uh, autonomous vehicles. So the most ideal mystic kind of warehouse that we will be looking at is really like a fully autonomous and the workforce behind, the humans labor behind is really controlling the warehouse operation on the dashboard in the office manner. Right. So you'll still need humans, right? It can't just be the robots working on this. Right. In terms of humans, we will not be doing all the heavy lifting work. The robots will be doing all the heavy lifting. Humans will be just there to uh, make sure the whole process flow is correct. Of course, at times, some maintenance work, that's about it. Now, which industries in particular would you say have benefited from using such automation? Well, actually for cube storage automation system, right, it covers a wide range of industries. But typically for Singapore, we have a customer like uh, GLS, which is the Grocery Logistics of Singapore, which is uh, owned by FairPrice and QC. So they actually uh, implemented AutoStore back in 2018, and they actually uh, have improved their operational efficiency by a factor of four. So that actually has proven a lot for the grocery industry here. And we also have uh, companies like Yuzen Logistics, which is the Japanese global logistics provider. Before they implement auto store, right, they actually use manual picking, which is very physically tiring and also time-consuming. By implementing a cube storage system, uh, this process has been this manual picking process has been eliminated, and actually the storage uh, of the warehouse has uh, doubled. Uh, mm. And the throughput for receiving, sorting, and put away all the process actually is an increase of 18 fold. Right, so you save space as well, which is something you mentioned was very key. And of course, there's speed to go along with it. Uh, the thing is, automation is a huge investment. At which stage should businesses consider introducing automation to warehouses? Uh, the simple answer to me is actually current, it's the current stage. I think business really need to consider the space efficiency because now space is so expensive. So businesses need to consider that and productivity. Sustainability will be another very key topic because of the carbon footprint and the cost of uh, energy as well. Yeah, because uh, actually that's a huge thing, considering that consumers are also now looking out for brands that are more environmentally sustainable, that have a smaller carbon footprint. How do you ensure that with all this automation, you're keeping the carbon footprint of the various warehouses that are automated small? Well, uh, 
carbon footprint actually have a relationship with the energy use. The lower the energy use, the lower will be the carbon footprint. So basically, you would actually need to find a warehouse solution that uses the less energy. And not only that, for storage purpose, most of the time, you don't need the air-conditioned environment. So these automation systems, right, actually do not need air-conditioned as well. So it also reduces a lot of energy use in that, in that aspect. So task, yeah, I think it kind of gives a sustainability. Mm. I do know that there are various levels of automation as well. It's not just one size fits all, is it? So low, medium or high, how do you decide which one is right for your operations? Well, very good question. Our operation can go from very low to very high. It really depends on the business need. So uh, again, I, I would re- really like to point towards based on the requirements or improvement criteria that the businesses wanted to achieve versus the cost. But the good thing is, right, um, the solution, which the cube storage solution, right, that is highly scalable and flexible will be the best option because it allows the business to start small or start low in terms of the automation level but progressively expand and increases the efficiency. Mm. What is the difference between low and high, for instance? I mean, is it just a matter of more or fewer robots or are there other differences? Right. So if I were to define, right, for low, meaning to say um, the throughput will not be uh, very high and the storage uh, capacity probably range between uh, in the thousand, few thousands of bins. High meaning well, to be a few hundred thousand bins with more than 50 robots running around. More than 50 robots running around, okay. What is the future of warehousing in your view? I mean, how do you anticipate needing to adapt to changing consumer buying habits? I think for the future warehousing, it will be a fully autonomous process flow where all the heavy lifting is being uh, operated by robots and automation communicating with each other. So really the skilled workers will be in a more legacy comfortable environment for that. And that does not compromise us on the productivity. In fact, it will increase the productivity. So that's how I foresee uh, the future warehousing. For example, right, picking robots will be picking the items from the queue storage system for delivery. So this is just one of the examples. So fully autonomous. Well, for the retail side, I think how the arena will be. Shopping areas will be really for showcasing and uh, trying or fitting purposes and no longer for storage purposes. Those shoppers, right, simply will just go in, place an order, and then actually they are able to do some uh, self-collect from something like a pickup pop. So they are able to pick up the item from the fuel storage system. This setup actually enhances the shopper's experience because sometimes when you visit a shopping mall, you, you cannot find the shop assistant because they are actually packing some goods, storing it somewhere in the cupboards. So in fact, uh, all these uh, shop assistants will be best assisting the shoppers. Right. It's certainly yeah, an yeah. option that can be considered. Thank you very much for that, Clement. Really appreciate your time today. Clement Yu, Director of Business Development Southeast Asia at Auto Store. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.